There we go. We're back, baby. Well, welcome back to Potty Talk, the, the podcast, podcast where we should talk, talk ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And someone's breaking into <laughs> your house right now. Oh my gosh. No, okay, so the roofing. What was that? Yeah, so the I should have actually pre-warned you about that. That I'm sorry that that frightened oh you. Oh my god. Like so, right on cue. Yeah, that was crazy. So basically they have started the renovations, like the fixings of the roof. Um, hopefully that doesn't bother us through the podcast. However, uh, they have told me it's going to be another month out before they actually fix the damage in my unit, which is really annoying. This is the follow-up. If you haven't listened to prior episodes that Tor had a leak because the roof of her building just exploded. Just gave in, in on me. House. So now they're up there just living their lives and I, pff, I'm over it. It sounds honestly. Well, no. Yeah. I was working here this morning and I, they kept like stapling things together. <laughs> and I was just thinking, this is terrible. <laughs> God, I well, hate that it. Threw me off. We were supposed to speak in accents, and now I'm just like I <laughs> well, can't even. Guys, we, let us preface this by saying we attempted to film this yesterday in all sincerity and mm. all hopes. High hopes were had, and it did not happen. Um, I swear, never in my entire life have I experienced more technical glitches than when doing this podcast. I and know. I've been making YouTube videos for about six years, so that's saying it a lot. It makes no sense, and I don't know if it's just because if we're doing something are wrong, are we or just if, dumb? Yeah, are we making are we steps that are not? correct like what what is happening and it also seems like and maybe this is just life and and a general lesson for everyone when other people are doing it it just seems like it's all going perfectly honky dory i feel like we've had this conversation a ton even about oh yeah the fashion world i was talking about clothing lines and like people starting their own businesses it literally looks like people are living their best and we are so confused we should know better though because we know there are so many struggles but to be fair, I feel like or we that are, it's a highlight reel. But my problem is, I think we are somewhat sound. I don't think I don't think I'm the most intelligent person out there by any means. I think I am average, but like <laughs> proficient, right? Yeah, and pretty like can do things on my own slash Google figure things out. Yeah, like, of course, scavenge the research. Yes. And I really suck with one, all this technical stuff into the fashion merchandise world as well. I agree. Something, and maybe that's just like a layer of expertise and also maybe it comes with time. Cause then I was also thinking too, the people that we have been comparing ourselves to are older than us. They, they may even have like five years on us. And if I think to what I knew five years ago versus what I know today, then maybe it just is literally that's a matter true. of like experience and time and being in the industry. And I think also our personalities, as much as we can see it as a negative sometimes and can get frustrated. I mean, myself especially, I'm definitely way more hot-headed than Torres um, about technical stuff and things like that. But it's that we also don't like people to do things for us. And not yeah. saying that everyone has that, but we do like to do it ourselves and understand and be super involved. So yeah. it's hard to let that go and let someone guide us or show us the ropes. We want to learn the ropes for I ourselves. Know. But then it's just... What comes with that is all the frustrations and glitches and of like going through that learning curve on your own. own. But then I guess yeah. at the end it's more gratifying because you can be like, I did that from nothing and no one helped me or true, no one. True. But also but then in this moment, this thing? is my cry for help. Yes, it's an ego thing. I yeah. think. Yeah. So then really we need to check ourselves just, before we wreck ourselves. We should ask for help and start <laughs> doing merchandise for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it really is crazy. Like we had a long conversation about this yesterday, just from the outside and specifically like not even on a major scale like I'm not trying to compare ourselves to like Khloe Kardashian good American like none of that I'm just saying like you know local talent figuring out (laughs) how to bring things to life on a serious scale like on a very real scale and I'm like 
I'm sorry, am I just missing something here? Am I not moving fast enough in my career? Am I doing things too slowly? Am I not doing enough? Like those are like the constant you questions. You know what's so weird though? I feel like, and we were, yeah, talking about this as we were struggling yesterday and sat here for three hours and got literally nothing productive done. We can sit there and say that. And then on the flip side, we'll get so many messages on the daily and people will be thinking that about us. And it's like, I guess guess it's always like a race to the next step. And we're always very go, go, go. Yeah. That it is hard to acknowledge like what we've accomplished or what we've done. And I feel like I don't do that very often. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're always looking ahead, right? It's rare that you take time to look back, but. But I'm not going that way. So why am I I looking backwards? But I also feel you because I'm just like, okay, on to the next. Why can't I do this? But then we're talking about it too. It's like, yeah, the scale that people don't necessarily advertise if people have investors on the back end or a 15-person team, like that definitely is different, right? So it's hard to compare like, oh, how am I as an individual going about my day and trying to scale up my business? But also you don't have 15 people around you or... I uh, guess one million dollar investor but then, loan. Yeah, but to, how is everyone scaling up doing all it? the time? Like I just and maybe or is everyone just in debt? Yeah, and that's the thing maybe, too. Like, I is this know. all a lie? Is I, this all a facade? Like, is everyone that is actually working at that scale not actually breaking even or not actually making the money they're making it seem like they're making? Because so much of Instagram, a, we all know, game, is such exactly. a flex. And yeah, people just getting their names out there in whichever way they can. And maybe at the end of it all, they're sitting there with you know who knows like negative in the bank account. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea either, but I do feel like lately I've either fallen into more of the trap of being like, oh, people know what they're doing and I don't. Yeah. And it's just like everyone around you seems to be doing... it's weird because I didn't feel that way at the beginning of quarantine at all. It's almost in the last like little while. Maybe it's because things are like reopening and people are... Back and again. Yeah, and back and rolling. And and well, yeah, when we have all these simple little glitches that we can't even operate a recording we can't even run the podcast that we literally that we create yeah (laughs) like if we can't even do that in moments it's like how are these then how can we do anything doing these crazy shows and flying halfway across the world and then getting all these events and huge part and you're like what i can't even do a simple thing i can't even just literally get my day going in that way where i can i know like i I think though honestly i hope this comes from a place of like people can relate to this because I think this is a really common feeling. And especially I feel like in your mid twenties, early twenties, like it's always like a rat race and it feels like people are at such different stages. So it's so easy to compare, but it's also like, yeah, we doesn't feel like that. Why are we all racing to literally like, we all just die. Well, that's what I'm saying. I literally was just going to say like one of my favorite Vance joy quotes is, um, we're all just trying to, we're all, we're all going to die trying to get it right. Which is one of Mm. my favorite quotes because it's so true. It's like, we're all literally racing towards the end, but there's yeah. no like, what is, what that? are we promised? Nothing. Like you may, which is back to my original statement of life, which is YOLO because <laughs> <laughs> Zac Efron inspired, but you know what Isn't I mean? Zac Efron or Drake that started that? Well, Zac, Zac Efron, Efron got it tattooed it? on his body. <laughs> so <laughs> that really escalated the commitment to the YOLO uh, life. He's an interesting character. But I mean, I think Drake as well had it in songs and stuff, but but really, I know it sounds like a joke, but it is true. Like we talk about like work-life yeah. balance and just enjoying those like funny in-between moments. Cause seriously, we're literally racing to the grave. Like what is the difference? Exactly. Are you exactly going to be 10 times happier when you're dead? 
you have maybe a hundred thousand more dollars. Like, That's what I'm saying. There's like, a level of financial yeah. security once you get beyond that. Absolutely. It's like the Paris Hilton documentary. I know I was talking yes, to you about this yes. earlier. I find I'm the worst like TV show watcher, but I love documentaries or like anything like that. So of course, as soon as the Paris Hilton documentary came out, I was like, I need to watch that. And it was super fascinating and shared so many insights to her good. life. Yeah. But what's so sad and she self-admittedly says this is that her goal at first was to make a hundred million dollars. Now it's a billion. And once she gets there, it'll be one trip. Like who knows, it right? Never stops. There will never be a finish line. And as much as I think in many ways, having goals and continuing to revisit those goals and make new ones is important. There is a level of, you have to be satisfied with what you're doing mm-hmm. and be like content with that at a certain level. And yeah. I, and I actually, I have like, I'm very into journaling and I've been writing a diary since I've been like maybe in grade two or three, Yeah, which is like, those ones are hilarious. But as I get older, it becomes yeah. a lot more insightful and hopefully something that I can look back on yeah. and appreciate. But I, I wrote down this thing, like kind of speaking to that idea, but earlier in the year, actually of like, business goals, just future life goals that mm-hmm. right now seem so insane and like almost far-fetched, but would be incredible if I could do whatever, these 10 bucket list kind of things. Yeah. And I hope that I can look back and say, if I've accomplished any of them, be like, okay, I did that. And that was everything to me at that time. And I don't need to do more. Yeah. Like that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like financially too, that's what like that whole Paris thing was like, dude, yeah. like at what point do you stop? How much does one extra million dollars change your life to you. And also at the end of it all, like, what do you, I can't use up that. I feel way more rich in my relationships than I do financially Mm -hmm. forever. I hope that's always the case. I hope that that's always where I find my value, even though I've always been money motivated. Cause I know that about myself, like actual, like physical measurable marker, which is satisfying. But even like, if I look at like, for example, my relationship with Adam, like the money dollar you could put on like a five year happy relationship. Like what even is that? Like a supportive partner that's like brought you up in your career and like, you know, done everything possible to make you a better person. Like what is that worth? A hundred million? Probably. Like, do you know what I mean? Like what is the, what is the monetary value for those healthy, happy relationships? Like the relationships I have with my mom and dad or my best friends. Like those mm. are the things that at the end of the day, like, yeah, when you're going to the grave, like they're the ones that are there. Who cares? Well, that's what Paris was saying too, which was so sad. And she's like, I have no trust in anyone. I can't let people in. I have no solid relationships other than my sister, right? Like all of these things. And it's like, I bet you if you told her, Hey, for a hundred million dollars or whatever, would you have this instead? I'm sure she would say yes. And And even if you wouldn't, like everyone's different, but you do start to look around into Hollywood and, and maybe you get insight into why people are the way they are. Like, why do you think people like David Dobrik always have seven friends around them? Like Mm -hmm. he obviously is a lonely dude. Like when you're Mm -hmm. at the top, like all you want is those foundations of friendships and all the people he keeps around are people that were there before he was David. And I also think it's like almost more depressing and sad if you're doing all of these incredible things or living this amazing quote unquote glamorous life and there's no one to share it with. It's like, how sad is it to watch a great movie by yourself? Totally. Experience a great thing by yourself. I remember, this is like obviously not a good comparison. And I might have talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember. I feel like we repeat all of our stories. Eventually we're getting old. Um, But there was this one moment that I had. I was traveling with a brand and it was kind of like a quick, like two day thing. We were there to do a shoot and. Oh, the Vancouver you've told this. uh, Yeah. It was actually Montreal, but yeah, similar vibe of like that I was like doing this epic shoot. I was so excited for it. And like, you know, you're just like like, alone $500 (laughs) per diem for like one night dinner. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go treat myself. Like this is insane. And like, 
And then I'm just like, oh, out to dinner by myself. And it's not that, I mean, you enjoy dinner by yourself. It's not that you can't enjoy dinner by yourself. But it was this whole idea that I was like getting limo to this location and then like glam here. And then I'm out to dinner at the end of the day. I'm sitting in my hotel room and I'm like, none of my friends at that time were picking up my phone or FaceTime. And I was like, this is like actually really sad to do amazing life milestone kind of things, but like have no one to share it with. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's like even more depressing on that scale when you're like, I literally have everything. You look into her amazing closet and she's yeah. like, but I don't. Well, and I'm was, not happy. I was at the premiere for um, this TIFF movie the other day called Underplayed, which was all about like women in electronic music and the underrepresentation of women in that space and women of color specifically as well. Like how there's such a lack of representation, like really in, in electronic because it was, it's like Tiesto and mm. it's Marshmallow yeah. and it's literally so male dominated. And it was interesting because they followed a bunch of different female DJs around and it was the exact same similar sentiment. It's this whole idea of, you know, I'm performing at Tomorrowland in front of, you know, 500,000 people. And then the next moment I'm alone and everyone I travel with, I pay. And like that, that notion, that idea of every single person that is surrounding you daily is someone that, you, that you're paying mm -hmm. is such, must be such an empty feeling, which goes back yeah. to the idea that maybe relationships in the end are worth more than money. I don't mm. know. Maybe I'll come back when I'm a hundred and let you know if yeah. that's the truth. Watch us turn into absolute like monsters and someone plays this clip. Uh, look at these girls one day. The thing is, I don't think you or will. I don't think you, we could now at this point. I, I really believe like I mean, once you're say never, but I also agree. I, I no, I, I mean more like, like the monster of, I think there's definitely a way we could scale up and absolutely like explode our businesses and become, you know, millionaires. I believe that for us. <laughs> no, for no, sure. I mean us turning into monsters who are like, I only want 500 no, million no, more dollars. No, no, but that's what I, I don't, what I mean is I don't see that happening because once you're far enough along in life, like you're pretty mm. solidified in your moral standings. Like I don't it's think. It's harder if you're like a child. Yeah, like I don't think you're going to change your mind now about feeling I there's, that there's value in people. <laughs> no, like I, I don't agree. think that's going to change. I agree. Although, yes, we will make a million. I'm just saying that now so that someone can play this back to me when I make my first million and then I can say thank you. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I know we also wanted to talk about this episode. We have a very interesting experience last week, which we think is maybe the peak of relaxo, rancho, relaxo of life because we went on our you first- You do realize that's a restaurant, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. It's yeah. that taco yeah, place. Yeah. My I, sister and I used to meet I up know, at rancho. We used to always say that. So, yeah. Now I just say that whenever I mean lax. Um, and yeah, so we went on our first pre, pro, whoa, whoa, we went on our first PR trip and it was really interesting because it was socially distanced and it was outside. It was with chatters and it was at Whispering Springs, which was like this outdoor kind of like glamping situation. And it was so interesting because even our dinners were all six feet apart. There was three other influencers. I was shocked by that. I know. And we all, everyone was wearing masks and every single activity was outdoor. We all had our own, obviously private, like glamping tents. Yeah. So it was very like following the COVID rules. And it was interesting to see how, you know, brands are navigating to still make their campaigns and their moments Happen work and despite get all this. captured. Yeah. Um, so it was super fun. Do you have any thoughts about the entire glamping situation? Yeah. I think it's really interesting because what I wonder is what's next. Like, I think they did a fantastic job of bringing it all together. I mean, they're such a thoughtful brand when it comes to like composition and the experience. Like they, we had different floral every dinner, every yeah. meal, different floral yeah. arrangements and, you know, beautiful itineraries. Like every small detail was so thought out, which is kind of like the beauty as we were saying of brand trips yeah. and something we definitely realized how much we were missing. Like, Oh, just it was those, nice to get pampered yeah, for a like few Like those days. small little luxuries yeah. of, of our content creator lives. 
like those are so, so epic. And it, it is interesting when you don't have it for six months, you start to realize how blessed you are. So it was oh, nice to have that experience totally. um, and have it come back. But on the other, on the flip side, I was more, it, it made me curious about what is going to happen next. Like brands like Revolve, for example, that are functioning with like so many trips a year. They usually do. I mean, I can't I even. I feel like that's how they. 25 trips, maybe more, 30 mm-hmm. trips a year. And I'm sure that's how they bring in a lot of their revenue too. Because oh, they have these amazing photographs, these people oh. doing amazing things. Oh yeah, and they, that's and their, their bread outfits. and butter. Like the revolve around the world, yeah. I think like really catapults, you know, them. And that was, they, they were the humble beginnings of influencer trips. Mm-hmm. But I think of brands like that and I, I wonder, you know, well, how does, where does it go from here? Like, are we going to move backwards? Are we going to go away from trips? Because even, you know, which I think you feel as well. Like we walk away from even just a three day trip and we have so much content and it's amazing. Oh yeah. So it's such a luxury, not only for the brand because they get to capture so much, but it's also a luxury for us because we get to capture so much in like a two, three day span. And there's something to be said for the types of relationships you can build in real life. Even like the chatter scene, for example, they're a great group of people and amazing women. And there's not. There's something to be said though for that in real life experience, shared bonding and shared dinners. Well, it feels and, like summer camp. Like you feel like of. you. It's like a sped up relationship. Oh, totally. Like you get to know people really fast. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just something that you could never have over email or even over a Zoom call. Yeah. It's just like a different level. Of and course. I feel like that has a lot to do, especially if we're going to talk more about marketing or like brand affiliation and organic posting. It's yeah. like, it's the brands and the companies that I feel like I have a personal personal relationship with, or I know that those individuals have invested time into me. Of course. That I am, of course, whether subconsciously or consciously, if I'm say creating a makeup video, I'm going to go, give them oh, I'd rather yeah. put in two of their products versus this random brand that I don't yeah. have any rapport with. It's so true. So on even the marketing level and like the organic content it's kind all of relationships. Level, it's like, yeah, There's that no stuff doubt. definitely boosts it. So it's just, and I guess what scares me too is, and I'm, I'm sure you can speak to this too. And I was getting some DMS about it last night. Like people asking, how do you feel now that the numbers are jumping in Toronto, um, with COVID and everything. And yeah, that's such a weird concept because especially for us in Canada, not only is it going to be freezing within the next two months, mm-hmm. unless we're literally going on a ski trip, which, Hey, maybe some brand get hey, creative. I love snowboarding. I'm super put down. There. Yeah, we could do Burn? it. Hello. <laughs> I mean, unless brands are going to get creative and make something like that happen, which yes, would be absolutely epic. Then what's going to happen next? Like, you know, we're used to like the Mexico trips or like the hot getaways in the winter. Like, I just don't know. I don't know how brands can integrate in a safe way. And I I just, well, and it's also the perception too, no matter if it's how safe it is in real life, if it's getting photographed and it's appearing like people aren't following the rules and it's like, then that's so damaging to a brand and a huge problem. And that's what I was saying with the whole Rancho Relaxo thing, especially now with the state of like back to school now. And of course, as expected, the numbers are starting to spike. And as well as we kind of head into like cold, cold and flu season. Right. Um, it feels like what we got in August in terms of we were able to get away and have a small group for your birthday. We yeah. were able to just go on this brand trip. I swear, as soon as we came back from that brand trip, I know. it was like, okay, numbers are spiking again. Kids are back in school. Go inside. <laughs> and I feel like it's going to get progressively back to where we were. So, Which, again, experts have been saying this, so it's not a surprise, but yeah, it does feel like we had too, but it, that moment yes. and now it's gone. <laughs> there, was like a, there was like a subtle moment of relief. Not yeah. relief, but like, okay, but we I can, can see you and I didn't yes. have to literally be in my house by myself I think for like two months. the Torcella week, like my birthday's beginning of August felt like maybe the height of, mm-hmm. of feeling co- comfortable. Exactly. Because we had a group of 10 and it was like totally fine. But yeah, wow. We will see. Stay tuned. 
Before we move on to any other exciting, fun stories or potential glamping situations, we did want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Herbaland Gummies. Y'all have heard us talk about them before. Herbaland is Canada's largest gummy manufacturer based out of BC. They've mastered gummy vitamins and supplements. Not only are they delicious, but they're also potent and inclusive. Herbaland wants to make gummies that are good for everyone and good for the planet. They make vegan, sugar-free, allergen-free, and gluten-free gummies. Not to mention both their manufacturing and compostable packaging are eco-friendly. That's why I've been loving taking their gummies every single day because I know I'm making the best choice for not only my body, but also for the environment. I love that they have a gummy for everyone and any occasion, from beauty and fitness gummies to daily vitamins and even clean candy, which I love. Herbaland has something for everyone. If you have a love for all things wellness, beauty, or fitness like Jack and I do, and you want to join their inclusive gummy crew community, check out their brand ambassador program at Herbaland.com. While you're there, you can actually get 20% off your order with our podcast discount code. We're so happy to share this potty talk 20. So that's herbaland.com. And then for 20% off potty talk 20. So go get those gummies guys. Herbaland is my life. I've been talking about it all the time. Even on my channel, I've been telling everyone cause they're oh, I vegan, gelatin free and they taste vegan. so good. I take about every day. I don't forget. Speaking of vegan food, chocolate. <laughs> well, you gave what me up? the carrot cake, that vegan <gasps> carrot cake the other day. I saw that it was still alive. I'm okay. Still so we have the it. sisterhood of the traveling pants, but with this carrot cake, Damn. sweets from the earth, which is, I'm pretty sure they're made up just above like in North Toronto kind of area. Yeah. I thought they were a Toronto. Yeah, they brand. are. They're just yeah. outside of Toronto and they make amazing vegan and like also allergen friendly food, like nut free, gluten-free, soy-free, all these different things. And it is the most sinful, non-vegan tasting food I've ever had in my life. It really doesn't taste vegan. So we have an obsession with their carrot cake, which if you're from Toronto, they also sell this at fresh restaurants, which you know, we both are also the unofficial ambassador for that. Um, (laughs) We just are the mascots. Yeah, that's true. But we love this carrot cake and they were so kind. Sweets from the Earth was like, Jacqueline, we see you talk about us all the time. We're going to give you some gifts that's and very some desserts, nice. which I'm like, that's great in theory. But when you get a box delivered to you with True. so many desserts, it's like hard <laughs> to self-control, right? Yeah. So as soon as we got back from our glamping trip, um, I was like, you know what? I could, and I also didn't eat because I left the trip a bit early because I had to get back for something else. Oh, so was and that I did, like your lunch one day? Um, like, yeah, like my late early dinner, I would say. Oh, God. And I ate, like I swear to God, a quarter of this cake in one sitting. And it's weird because it comes frozen. So you well, would think- to be fair, I was eating it a bit last night, like- I agree. You could almost eat the whole square in one Like, go. something is so shocking, and it doesn't make sense because it starts frozen, so you think it would be it's dry. Crazy. It's the most moist, delicious, creamy. It does make you wonder, uh, like, what is, what is in, in it. it? Yeah. What is in it? It's just got to be. It's got to be It's bad. not good for you, yeah, I don't, will say. It's vegan. Not, it's not good not for you. Let's promote that because I don't know. No, but honestly, so basically what happened, I started eating it. I was like, I need this out of my house. So I was, me and Tora had dinner the other day, so I was like, I'm bringing you this carrot cake. I know you like it, and you just need to take it. Like, get it out of my house. I can't <laughs> And I didn't out. even want it because I was like, oh my God, now I'm going to be obese but then I ate so much of it it's not done yet but I mean it will be soon <laughs> so shocking I thought you might have like tossed it because you're like just get it out but I can't it was good I have like a food waste problem I can't throw out food even if it's like bad or gone off or like I'm not gonna do? eat it okay like well to be fair I just try to make sure I don't let food get like go bad like I try to eat in order of what's gonna go bad you know Yo, I, I, know you I don't care. even like buy like groceries. This is like the one conversation I cannot relate to. And our other friend, Megan Taylor, who we talk about on the podcast all the time, like you guys are like one with the grocery orders and the like. Well, I just try to be my, like I, I feel bad. I know it's so silly because in the grand scheme of things. No, it's I like, think it's fabulous that you guys are so conscious of the food you buy. I just like, I don't understand. <laughs> like I also have realized I don't cook, like I don't eat that much. Like I know that mm-hmm. sounds crazy, but like 
really, if I just scale into my day and what I'm eating, it's like, okay, like a slice of toast or like, you know, a bit of leftovers here. Like I'm the scale at which I'm eating is so small for one little five, one human (laughs) that I just, I cannot conceptualize the idea like of the whole, I just can't, I'm sorry. Like I, I don't get it. Long story long. She's still got the cake. It's not in the garbage. (laughs) Yeah. But like, do not bring it out. I just, I I can't even look at it. Okay. Triggered something in me. Um, And it's like, I have even, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about it, but those s'mores cookies. Have you still been eating them? Well, no, I have I haven't been eating them. I actually have them all in my freezer right now. Oh. But they knew, they knew that those are my favorites because that's what I talk about, like especially in my what I eat in a day video. Yeah, you talk about them all yeah, the time. Yeah, and people like will always make jokes and be like, oh my god, there's no s'mores cookie in this right, video. Right. Like, are you being held hostage? But when, that's the thing, like those are not healthy. The, uh, they're not. No, they're not. I know. They're not so healthy. We're not doing it. But they sent over, like I swear to God, probably like like oh, a no. giant box full. So I just threw them in my freezer and I'm like, if I have guests over, I'll just like whatever. But like I can't even wow I can't start do you feel like when you after you eat dinner like do you want dessert like are you someone that goes oh it's I'm time not, for dessert you know what's so weird I'm not a dessert person after like every or like dinner. after dinner or anything hmm. but I feel like lately I've been more of a sweet tooth person than I normally am but I hmm. think it's more the boredom at home that I'm like oh I'll, like, I'll just have like a cookie right. but also too I feel like whenever I work out more I get like my appetite is like triple I know I agree I and get way hungrier doing when I work out. like I'm ready for breakfast when I get back and like mm. I eat a huge bowl of oatmeal and like whereas mm. nor- lately Prior to me actually being fit, I would like, you know, roll in and like eat breakfast at like 11 30, 12. Like I was eating so much later, but yeah. now I'm like, oh, I need to eat. Yeah, Which, like, I don't know. It's weird. I still like intermittent fast, even with like F45 and stuff though. Like, oh, really? Yeah, even like I work workout? out, I probably won't eat till like one or two. After like 8 a.m. workout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't get hungry though. Like I'm oh, almost like dehydrated. Like I just drink. Like I drink oh, a ton of water. No, I definitely get hungry. And I always, of course, like prioritize coffee. Like I'll mm-hmm. always have coffee actually before I work out. Same. I did a poll on my Instagram about that. People were shocked that I drank coffee before workout. I'm like, oh, I do. Yeah. Like, isn't that so normal? You want the most hype you can get well, out of a also, workout. I feel like pretty common. I was actually, I meant to post about this last night because I wanted people's yeah, people advice. Love pre-workout. Caffeine. Well, yeah. pre-workout typically has like a bunch of caffeine and like maybe My brother some takes other. it. So like I was trying to look into that. I was like, oh, maybe I should do that instead of a coffee in the morning because oh, there's yeah. a caffeine but then also some like I guess I don't electrolytes like, sure, yeah exactly yeah. like the better balance of things so I was going to post if anyone has any good uh vegan pre-workout things but I think that's super common so no it is super maybe common people are just confused I, I don't know or like people just don't do it it's like you're having a black coffee no exactly like, yeah it's not like you're having this like frothy Ew, dessert yeah like, it's not sweetened either so maybe it's the people that have like sweet coffee that they're like sketched out but um no that's super I always have a coffee before because also caffeine has been proven to increase your, your performance yeah exactly. yeah same so anyways then I just yeah I try and intermittent fast and then I'll have like a bunch but Inspiring. back to my original oh, statement yeah. <laughs> that I'm five one and not eating that much food it's actually shocking them well I also feel like breakfast and lunch foods are very like easy like well, I, yeah, I don't go I hard. eat the same thing at, yeah. like by the time it's lunch I'm still eating breakfast if that yeah. makes sense like I'll still have eggs yeah, even yeah, if yeah. it's like 2 p.m no that makes sense yeah it's more like dinners that I feel like are like dinners when I crack. struggle because that's when I can't cook that's when you yeah it's more of like I feel like a cooking like you can always yeah. have like you don't want like, like bread yeah. yeah and I like like a luxe meal by the time yeah. it's dinner so then I'm like ready for my taroni pasta or something I don't know or a carrot cake in I, today's case and it's so weird because I figured it out in quarantine and I was be- doing so good well you I was cooking so sh- much I think for about two months like you were becoming something happened and then I'm so glad I'm back to how I was <laughs> no I'm kidding the old me well you were like remember I was like, like I'm changing I was like something is I know. different well you had your air fryer and you I were know. like really doing things no, up and I got like I should have gotten sales affiliates on that because 
I not only had I sold one to one of our good friends, Ken's, because she came over for oh, dinner a few she times. Got one? Yeah. And I cooked for her a few times and she goes, Oh my god, I gotta get this. So then she bought one and then she loved it so much that her mom bought one. Like I should have been getting some you Amazon do have a lot of appliances. Wait, what is, is I have that a, a carbonator? No, so I have soda stream. I have a toaster, then I have a Vitamix, no, then I have a, a soda stream. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so sorry, which I, I don't saying. use. And then I have a, is that a two coffee, coffee. Yeah, then I have an espresso, then I have a kettle and a Kasori air fryer plus an oven. It's actually <laughs> not normal. Um and I I, I just am, don't have the counter space. Otherwise I would get an air fryer. I'd be honest, like I I'm going to downgrade. So my sister excitingly just bought a house and I had already told her that I would give her some of my appliances. Oh, the nice. things I couldn't live without would obviously be at least one coffee. Maker. Yeah, one I coffee, use my kettle a ton. I feel like is good. the only things I really am willing to get rid of are the Soda Stream yeah. and maybe one of my coffee makers. Yeah, which that makes sense. Even the, the toaster oven sense. I use so much because I reheat things in the toaster oven. Yeah, well, how else would you make? How come you don't people have a, don't have toasters or toaster ovens? Well, I was gonna say I just have a, to- a toaster. But I know, you don't but have a toaster, do you? That's my toaster. Well, yeah, the toaster oven. But is that's the, what I'm saying. Like, how do people have you just have a toaster? I just have a toaster. That's so weird to me. Because like, what if you have like a nice old like or a nice old a nice. <laughs> What, what if you have a nice round pita that you just want to lay out into the like? Are you gonna reheat up your whole big old oven? Well, I would no. I would put a yeah, frying pan like you'd. Oh, that's so much work to me. But, but I that also goes back I, to my I lazy. Under, I understand the toaster oven. Yeah. I would. You consider. can do a whole pizza in there. Oh jeez! So, I know. Okay, this has turned into like an <laughs> infomercial. What do you need in your kitchen? What do you have in your kitchen? Yeah. Um, what so else what else like happened glamping? on that? Well, what happened on the glamping trip? Glamping. We got was, zesty on night one. Yeah. No, we had a bunch of fun, and we didn't. Okay. So to be fair, they had emailed and they had let us know like it was a glamping trip. They fully gave us the location. It was totally my lack of research that I like. I trust them because they're so incredible and they do such great trips. So I didn't do much research. Yeah. Prior to the trip, I wouldn't say I did either. Like I looked at the yeah. link of Whispering like, oh, Springs. Looks cute, love yeah. it. Yeah. But I was assuming, like, love it. It was a glamping trip, so I was like not expecting that I would need to like pack anything specific. I figured it would be. Is it really three p.m.? I'm sorry to interrupt. That is the most shocking news. Why? I came here at two. Oh my god, this day has escaped me. That was scary to me. I, I go, Why? oh, the clock must be wrong. We've lost an hour. No, no, That's I shocking. came here. I came here for two. Oh, that makes sense. I thought that we sprung forward and I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Midday, yeah. hour change. Okay, back to you. Jesus. Anyways, so <laughs> I, I've done camping before. I've done portaging. And I, that was like a proper, you've got to pack all the right things. And I knew this was like. Which a, I would not participate in, but I saw glamping and I thought, okay, totally. I can make this So work. I like packed the morning of, not too concerned. They had an itinerary. So I knew, okay, dress for dinner, uh, workout outfit for a hike, blah, blah, blah. But I figured if it was like, hey, it's going to be really cold at night slash, I knew we were in a tent. I guess I just wasn't thinking. Like, I assumed it would be like you were just n- we heated were or like, I, I don't, don't know. know. So I didn't pack any like wool socks or like really anything smart to layer I up at night. I didn't even pack a hat. Exactly. I didn't even pack a toque or anything. And I just, I also had looked at the weather briefly and I said it was 16 in the day. So I was like, oh, okay. Like I could wear a skirt in the day and I'll be fine. Again, not thinking that the temperature drops at night and night is what would affect us the most. Right. So... Night one. What's also weird is in my head, I did think about it. Like I packed like some heavier sweaters and sweats. See, I thought they would have maybe warned us to bring extra socks. But again, that was not their fault. Fully mine. I take responsibility. Right. Night one, they had said, put on your heating blanket, your electric blanket thing. So my I was dude, like, okay, cool. I would have legitimately died if we did not have those heater Thank blankets. Thank God I had that. I put that directly like on the body first layer. I had like a sweatsuit directly on. on that was first. Then like two layers of blankets on top and then like cocooned. And... Oh my god! Well, it one was electric blanket is a game changer. I never used one before, but I also need it one. was so necessary. But because we're at that weird phase where it like drops that, really yeah, cold at night. Without that, 
blanket without the heated plugged in blanket yeah. I legitimately would have <laughs> crawled into a cave like I don't know my face was frozen and I mean honestly I slept more than I thought I would like some people we'd gotten some feedback that some people slept like an hour yeah was, there was coyotes yes, in the middle of the night which I thought the that coyotes were close to me because they were literally like having a full-on car like situation <laughs> like right outside my tent it was crazy it really was and as my I actually did sleep good once I like got warm and to be fair we're slept in this well oh Jesus it's just proper English yeah that I you love. know I don't speak properly okay but work on it it's just proper okay like, I slept I slept well I slept well thank you I slept good though. no I slept good do you realize that that is so not I the sl- way that you speak don't change who I am I slept good <laughs> that's baby your, that is your biggest flaw is that you always say good when you should say well and I've noticed well, that well that's my you. biggest flaw that okay I'm maybe not. it's top five <laughs> like, just kidding top, top five flaw but also and I say this like we're in a tent which a, a tent which I mean is a full like hotel room king size bed there's a clawfoot tub private bathroom in a tent so it's like it's not still the normal situation glamping, yeah. but it was just a canvas tent so it's like you're in a room yeah. an open room in the woods yeah and the floor I had the best time though some, I will say yeah no oh, same the chipmunk we, I forgot about oh the chipmunk oh my god the chipmunk so Jack and I were getting ready and I I had I left stuff in her tent or something so I went up to hers because we were in different tents and it was like early early-ish in the morning like 10 a.m. like we were like yeah, chilling like getting ready for lunch yeah, or something big... and so then this chipmunk. No, no. Let me preface. Every time Tori would come back into my room, she would leave the door open. I'm like, yo, zip it all the way That's down. That's a you problem. It's your tent. And I'm like, no, no. If you're the last one to come in, you zip the tent down. That's just common common knowledge, right? And she's like, I'm not zipping it. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I was kind of just letting it go. Then, this is when it really tested me. We're sitting on the bed, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I hear Tori go, ah! <laughs> It actually was. A shriek. I, I shrieked so loud that the chipmunk looked me in the eye. <laughs> it froze. It, it froze. And then turned around and ran out. Like, And I have always known that I have a scary scream, but that really got me. <laughs> that, that gave me so much hope for any future I have in the wilderness, because I know that if scary. I came face to face with a wolf, I would win. <laughs> like, I have the scariest screech scream that you could ever ever here and basically the chipmunk I can't even wedged its way like there was a little opening on our zipper to, of my tent door and it just, it just crawled in and then as soon as it saw a tour and heard that <laughs> screech it did it froze in its track the little chipmunk screamed right out and I said like, Tori go zip that so down shocking. right now go zip that down yeah that was probably the most shocking thing everything else that happened was just like fun and or funny like nothing yeah. Nothing no, there was nothing crazy happened. notable, like something, anything exactly crazy to report, but it was just so nice to get away and have a glamping Yeah, moment. and like to sit by the fire, we like went on a yeah. little hike, like the food was amazing, they had like a caterer, oh my which God. was super um, awesome and cool. And another shout out again goes to Chatters with the oh, vegan yo, goodness. Oh, we didn't discuss, so on the first night there was this man who... In the moment, because like the wine was flowing, we thought it was like a TikTok star in the making because... Wait, who? We, the beautiful singer... Do you not remember no, this? This is I was up in the bar posting because they had Wi-Fi. I was it. with you. No, I came down and you were talking about other other people. I missed the moment because you're like, I'm making you famous, and you were like, oh, so I, I missed this. I, so what happened? Okay, this guy basically who resembled like I don't know, like a singer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You thought he looked like your boy. We were like, it's Adam. Oh, he it's did Adam. kind of look like Do Adam. No, you stopped me three times. I'm like, Jacqueline, you're not listening. That is Adam. Look at that outfit he's wearing. Oh, Adam would outfit. wear that. I think it was more the outfit. His vibe wasn't really Adam, but, no, but the were, jeans. Like, I thought... You no, know, in the hoodie, you were okay. like, you could knock it over. I was like... Oh, because oh. the jean jacket. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So, yeah, he did have like a... <laughs> like, his style resembled my boyfriend's. Anyway, so at one point, he, he kept singing these like, sort of like, um, like heart 
brick songs or like yeah. all these kind of vibes. And I was like, oh, this is like a TikTok moment because we were by the fire. Yeah. And you know how people do those cute TikToks yeah. where it's and like. And I was slowly trickling down, so I missed part of this. But, but that was it. Like, I just was, I kept telling him, I'm like, my, my dude, like, this is it. Like, you should go on TikTok. You're like, like, I'm going to post this. You're going to be famous. You're going to be a viral singer. Yeah, you're like, I never posted him. <laughs> let me be honest. I, I think I, I posted him on my Instagram stories, but I also oh, think I so tagged. didn't get a feature in the I end. tagged the wrong person, though, I think. So, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bigger. Why don't I remember that name? <laughs> oh, God. Maybe you loved him. <laughs> oh, my God, Jeff. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, it was a super fun trip. Shoutouts to Chatters. Thank you also for always having vegan marshmallows. That's very generous, and that's actually kind of hard to find, so respect. Shall Love we hop y'all. into Roses and Thorns? I think so. A rose... Oh, no, thorn. What am I doing? A thorn is that... Oh, my God. So... It's kind of a rose and a thorn, but it's kind of a thorn because when I go to F45, love the whole team there, shout out to them, they push me hard, which is what I actually appreciate and that's why I go because I will yeah. be lazy if it's myself and I, someone's like, Jacqueline, you can do better than that. I'm like, I know I can't. Yeah. So I actually like it, but I also hate it sometimes. So today we were supposed to be doing just like air jump rope, like, you know, like actually with that one and they're like, we're going to get you a real jump rope. So I'm like, okay. So then I was doing it and then I start doing it. I'm like, okay, this is like it. Yeah. And then he's like, now double, like, you know what you have oh, to do yeah. too? And I was like, oh, no, I've never I, been good at that. And then so I'm like, I'm like, I can't not do doubles now. So I was doing doubles and he's like, then cross it. Like you have to basically cross yeah, yeah, them and yeah. do a tuck, tuck, tuck jump over it. And they kept on just like upping the ante. And I was like, guys, I will keep trying to rise the occasion because I'm like annoying Competit- like that. Competitive, but also yeah. stop because I'm winded. Yeah. So I like was pushing myself maybe a little too hard. And I was just like dead after this morning. Damn. But the rose is that it was a good workout. And they, good. they do push me, which was good. Yeah. Another rose is that my computer, despite being absolutely ancient and at least like eight years old, Seems to work good with the podcast audio. We well, were just having. Seems to work well with the podcast oh, audio. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Seems to work good. See, no, it just sounds seems right. To, no, it doesn't. To seems me, it to does. work well. It this seems- is her small town energy. No, I'm coming just out. illiterate. <laughs> no, don't say that. Um, no. It seems to work well. <laughs> and another rosebed that I'm looking forward to is. Apple picking, Cute. apple crisp, pumpkin, that whole energy. I love that. Tori, please take it away. Well, you don't have to talk like that and make it seem like I speak like that, even though I speak You're properly. You're trying it's proper oh. English. Okay. You speak good? No, I speak well. So <laughs> uh, a rose will be, or sorry, I guess thorn. I did the same thing you did. A, a thorn... Uh, I just died a bit. Uh, a thorn. Oh, we didn't even discuss this. What? It's not even really a thorn, but we were chatting about how Ellen DeGeneres came out with her like apology statement. It's oh. not a thorn. It's more just cancel culture right now is so crazy. We were like going to discuss this on the pod. Yeah, oh, yeah. How did you feel about like her? Well, I just watched Torja showed it to me quickly. The whole situation is so weird because I feel like with the, well, with the whole Ellen thing, it was kind of like two different alleg- or two different problems. One was a problem that allegedly Ellen is like not as kind as she appears to be right. or like oh, whatever that whole drama mm-hmm. and and from former employees or people who have whatever interacted with her. And then the other flip side to that was that there was a couple of executive producers or, or men on her team who had either sexually assaulted some former employees or, or something along those lines. So it felt like there was kind of those two different stories of she had employees who were not behaving properly. And then she was maybe and not And then she was properly. maybe not as yeah. kind. But it's like, it's hard because I feel like they're kind of two separate things. And of course you have to take responsibility it of all your employees, in, yeah. but it's also like those men are shitty people for sexually assaulting right. those other employees. Like that's like their issue and they should be fired. And that is of like course. one issue. And it's like, sure. Ellen is responsible because that was her team member, but also let's not put those men's actions 
on her in the sense, like if she wasn't aware of it, then how is it her like, responsibility? It's the, yeah. those guys' issues. Yeah. So that's like kind of, I guess my thoughts on that. And then the whole thing about her, like not being kind. I mean, I like I her think quote. Like she said something about, I'm, she goes, I was an actress, but I'm not as good. Of, I'm not as good at, as an actress as being able to come out here for 17 years and fool you. Yeah. Like and I, I think that's true. I like think she's a, been herself in some capacity. Well, I think there's always like a bit of truth on both sides. Like I think it's valuable now that a lot of people have the opportunity to like uh, employees or other people like have the platform to share their stories and experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say I'm sure there's been many situations where she's been a shitty person. And like, but like, again, as we all have moments well, exactly. like that. So like, and why do I we think it's hold, weird that we dehumanize weird, yeah, celebrities and it's, weird and it's that like, we of hold, course they've done shitty things or been rude. And it's like, and then, but then also on the flip side, yeah, they've done great things too. So it's hard when we like paint as yeah, you're a good person or you're a bad person. And it's, I, I think it's understand. all great to just at least talk about and be able to communicate. I don't fully understand the idea that, that we hold celebrities to this idea that they have to be absolutely perfect because that sort of is the expectation that everyone's been giving her saying you're not being kind enough. And to her, to her credit, like she was saying, don't in the future brand yourself as the be kind lady because she's like, yeah, in the end, like I am fully a human. I get sad. Mm -hmm. I get mad. I get anxious. Like, like every single human does. And then somehow I understand it's there's also, a level of responsibility because yeah. you have a public life. Absolutely. Yeah. But does that mean that we should be canceling people for one, either making a mistake or like, I don't know. Well, it's also like, I understand how those stories go viral. Cause what a great story and click, not clickbaity, but like, it is so jarring to be like, Oh my God, this person who is supposed to be this perfect, amazing. People love to see others fall. That's not, so, that's not a new thing. Yeah. And like, I think it's great that I guess all these things have come forward because it sounded like she has some changes happening in terms and, and I guess like, that's all you can ask. That's the thing. For. It's like yeah, it's hold change. people accountable. If you have a problem, you have to say it and yeah. voice it, which a lot of people are. And like, you can only hope that people learn and get better. And of course, it was so funny. I saw this tweet yesterday. It was, I mean, not necessarily about that Ellen thing, but about just other scandals going on and like yeah. newsworthy things. And it was like, remember when the biggest like pop culture scandal was Ashley Simpson lip syncing on SNL? Oh god! And that was like the biggest drama. And like, she was like almost technically canceled because like her career kind of like went. N uh, that's mean to say, like went nowhere. But like her career as a pop star, didn't really flourish as much after that whole right. scandal. Right. Which is like lip syncing now is like so many performers on concert go out and lip sync because it's more about the performance. And of course. It's so funny. Like, I mean, I'm just fascinated by pop culture always in general. So it's so funny to look back and be like, oh, 15 years ago, that was the drama. Whereas I now know. we have like crazy scandals. It's just, it's too much. It really it's is. It's too much. Anyways, Anyways that, sorry to take over your thorn. No, no, that was yeah a wild, <laughs> a wild thorn. Um, <sighs> And not even a thorn, but I guess it is. Just just monitoring the world right now is a thorn. How about that? Um, well, it seems like everyone always comes out of the woodworks and it's like, everyone's actually a really shitty person. You're I like, know. Oh, everyone? We can't have... Who do we, we have any? Yeah. Do we have anyone we have left? left? We have... Um, we have... Uh, what's her name? I don't even know her name, so I guess it's not that relevant. What? <laughs> okay, moving on. Rose? What are your her roses? Her daughter's Luna. Who is that? Chrissy Teigen. Jesus. Oh, I that was like the last person I thought you would say. Well, I just think she's like the realist because she's so funny about oh, everything. See, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Did you see, wait, LOL, did you see the whole, you watched the Jennifer and Brad? No, I never even, oh my God. I saw clips, I just want to put this see. out there, I love Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I love Shia LaBeouf too. I, no, Shia I'm going to, I'm going to show you this video. He is so in character and like method and like, they're all kind of weird no, no, like that. He, you, when I open this, you will see okay, he's specifically we'll shirtless and in oh his God. car you'll die. Okay. I love him. I okay, love him two so roses much. And we got to get out of this. Okay. Another rose. Um, went to bed super, super early last night, slept probably 12 hours. That was stunning work. Another rose is, you know, it is Monday. We got a fresh week. We got 
new stuff coming down the pipe and that's exciting and then a rosebud mm-hmm. so we're doing a girls golfing um experience on saturday playing a foursome of nine holes along with white claws in tow and it's gonna be fabulous i want to make it very clear i've never golfed before in tori i'm not gonna pretend that i'm good but i feel like you grew up like going to a country club like know how to golf i I, have never golfed in my life i just want to put that out there okay and i only am boring clubs now for my dad who shoots the opposite way that i think (laughs) COVID 19 no i'm fine (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, okay. I feel like I, I feel like every time mm. I sneeze, I have to be like, I don't have COVID. You know, when you're out in yeah. public, you have to be like, I, I swear. And I'm like any type of cough, or like if you're choking on anything, like it, you feel like it's a major sin to cough. I in have public. to be like, I'm, I, it's allergies. Oh, I'm which, just which little... I, I actually think it is allergies. The allergies have come back. Do you? Well, I went running today outside. Allergies like, have come back. You've never had them though. What does that mean? <laughs> I believe I've had them just <laughs> on a lower scale. I believe. <laughs> a lower scale. Guys. Whatever. Honestly, we got this podcast done. Can't believe it. It's been a shocking 48 <laughs> hours in the making. I'm actually glad and I'm excited because I do think this is back to sounding crispy with I, our nice I microphones. I really hope so guys. And I'm sorry. And you Don't know, leave stay any healthy, negative feedback. stay healthy cry. and be kind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what should our potty end be? That's what I'm saying. It's funny that that was how she'd call out every show. And, <laughs> and behind the scenes. Not kind. kind. <laughs> well, hey. Uh, I, I say this and I used to always be like, oh my God, I would love to have Ellen jo- Ellen's job one day. But hey, maybe there's an opening now. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, You're done. not that kind either. We couldn't get the role. No, I'm not saying be kind is going to be our motto. Oh. I'm trying to say what should our motto be for the end of this podcast? Oh. Um, stay. Get that bread. <laughs> keep keep potty. No, no. Uh, get those friendships. No, it has and, to be something to do with potty talk. Dude. Oh. Like like something like not like keep shit talking. Talk but like, shit get hit. <laughs> oh, you know what they say? Talk, talk shit, shit get, get hit. hit. That's funny. We'll work on that. Leave your comments down below. <laughs> and, uh, and you jump into the most serious words and we work we'll work on that. We'll bring you something better next bar. time around. She hates how I just change my tone well every time we've told you guys this that every time Goodbye. we leave a room or if we're in like a corporate setting Jacqueline has this lower tone voice that she tries to be professional and it, it no, comes it's across just my fake serious fuck and she'll no. be like bye it's bye everyone it's been so lovely meeting you and no, it's, it's like actually dude, quite the opposite because when I'm talking right now I'm talking in like not a normal voice I talk like this or then we talk like Amanda but like you know we have all these different voices so if I'm having a serious conversation I like to be like you know what thank you so much have a good day. It comes across but so passive aggressive. You hate it. You've always hated it, but it's just again who I am, and I should not have to change who I am. <laughs> I love for how you. this whole podcast I keep asking you to change. Can you all just these be a little things. better? Back, be be back good. To, no, no. Be well. It was season one's notion, what? which was be better. That was our statement no, back no, in season one. That was my. 2018 yearly goal, which you somehow rebranded as Jacqueline Be Better, (laughs) which I do take offense with. And I said good day. No, I never said you I said good day. (laughs) I never said you need to be better. Oh. It was I thought we decided that it was a collective when things are not going the way that we want them to go. We say just be better. Just do better, be better. And I'm just saying you're now using that against me and you're saying, Jacqueline, (laughs) be better. Goodbye. Honestly. I don't say it like that. It's shocking. We gotta go. go. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. Hope you enjoy. Oh, God.